0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the future of the water and wastewater industry and careers you didn't know about. And again, we're uh, remote live at the Ocean's Edge Resort out on the Cape uh, for the CWWACTAWWA Annual Conference. And another old friend uh, into the studio, uh, telling us about his career in water, Mr. Al Ferrella, uh from the Southington Water Department. Hi, Al. How you doing? Hey, how are you doing, Dave? Good. Move up to the microphone so we can hear you. So great. So, uh,
1: tell us how long you've
0: been with Sellington? Uh
1: Going on eleven years. Eleven years. Yeah, 2013 I came on.
0: And you're the uh, the assistant superintendent of water. Yes. Okay. So, um, so going back, tell us how you got into the water
1: industry. Well, I uh, graduated from Central Connecticut State uh, with a geography um, environmental studies. Uh-huh. Uh huh degree yeah and uh i was in environmental consulting for 14 years okay doing phase one fight phase two phase three environmental site assessments
0: okay Uh, with with what firm
1: i was with trc atc urs all the all the all the acronyms in in the environmental business handex um (laughs) dames and more Uh uh-huh so it was a lot of bouncing around okay um, yeah, so I was last laid off from TRC in 2012. Okay, and uh, I was looking for a change. And okay, I just applied to an engineering tech position at Southington Water Department, and I was hired there in March of 2013.
0: Nice, nice. So w- when you graduated high school, going into college, did you have any idea what you wanted to do?
1: Not at all. <laughs> I didn't. I probably didn't get my first full time position in the environmental consulting business until I was 28. Is that right? So I was kind of, I graduate, it took me a little longer to graduate college, and I I graduated, and I really, I was waiting tables and bartending and floundered at that for a little bit, and I okay. was like, you know, I got to do something with this degree that I have a bunch of student loans on. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, you know, I, I, I got a um, a position uh, at Department of Environmental Protection as a... Uh, they call it an EP program assistant, which is basically like a federally funded position Okay. that the EPA would give the state money to hire like part-timers to do, you know, filing and, okay. you know, yeah, yeah, low yeah. level yeah. stuff. So I worked for uh, UST enforcement for a, a period of time. And then I went over to waste engineering and enforcement. Okay. And um, I would just, I was filing downstairs in the basement at DEP and I bumped into someone I went to college with and, she was working for dames and Moore at the time and she's like but well, we're looking for you know entry level uh, uh people so i it was just happenstance okay. you know i was probably i was probably making less than 10 bucks an hour okay. 25 hours a week at, at dep and still waiting tables and bartending yep. and so uh yeah that's how i got my first uh position in environmental consulting is with someone i went to college with and okay they were looking for people so it was a lot of working on drill rigs, doing so, uh, soil and groundwater sampling okay. and doing a lot of stuff out in the field for a long time.
0: So you're, you, were you at Elm Street
1: on I was, yeah, yeah. right okay. on Bushnell Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that was, it was a great place. I, I worked with some great people and some smart people. So it was a good experience. Good,
0: good. So tell us what your day job consists of you know, now that you're, you're, you're with Southington. What, what's that entail? First of all, how, how many customers does Southington have? Let's get that.
1: Uh, a little over fourteen thousand service connections. I think. I think the population of the town is maybe about forty-five thousand.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Um, we're primarily a groundwater system, mm-hmm. and we have six uh, aquifer wells. And then we subsidize that during peak demand in the summer with a, a seasonal uh, treatment plant. Okay. Um, so that our our package plant only runs from maybe June to September during okay. peak demand. So. You know, to give you an example, during the, in the winter we're doing about two point seven million gallons a day. Okay. And with irrigation alone, this is telling you how much people water the lawns. we we peak up at about seven point four. Wow. So wow. it like triples, you know, just on irrigation. So now,
0: do you, do you have any golf courses on irrigation?
1: Um. Yes. Okay. Selington Country Club and Hawks Landing, and then our biggest consumer is Mount Selington. Because they okay, for they, snow u- making. they use treated water really for I mean, snowmaking. They have a, a holding pond at the bottom of the mountain, but that's probably about two million gallons. Okay, so we have two meters feeding their their holding pond. Wow, but we're in the process of um, determining whether they, we can get raw water up to them from our reservoirs up, up on Mount Wellington. So yeah, you don't need treated water. To make no, snow. DPH flipped out. They're like you're. They're using treated water for. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah it's been like that for a long time um wow. so yeah i mean you know and speaking with the gm there at mount sunnington we're getting a little off track here but That's um, he's like you know the, the treated water wreaks havoc on my snowmaking machines because oh, they have sure. all brass fittings oh, you know yeah. it's, um <coughs> and then in the winter it's all well water so it's hard water yeah yeah. so yeah. you get the calcium and you go from one extreme to the other right so wow. we're hoping to find a solution to uh, get him some raw um, raw water from our reservoirs, so to get back to what my daily day is, you <coughs> know, I'm 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. I'm, um, I'm I wear a hat as the operations manager as okay. well. I, I manage the distribution staff and the treatment side as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do I do payroll on Mondays. <coughs> I order uniforms for the guys.
0: <laughs> Any job necessary.
1: I, I do HR. I handle the union. Union issues, union contracts, um, so it's, you know, unique, Southington's a unique municipal entity because it's not really, although it's considered a municipal water system, we aren't tied to the town in any way. Oh, okay. So we operate independently from the town. We all don't right. get any, any, any aid or taxpayer dollars. It's all okay. great payer money. Okay. Um, the town manager or the town council, uh, they don't review our budgets, okay. so it's run by a Board of Water Commissioners. Okay, yeah. So the superintendent and I are we we basically run the department. Okay, we manage all the capital improvement <coughs> projects. You know, we we uh, you know make sure water mains getting replaced, and okay, you know, sure infrastructure is getting replaced. And then we're all those all those smaller things that seem ins- insignificant. And we handle all that as well. Oh yeah, yeah. So the day to day. Move up on the microphones, just so we yeah. get there. There we go. Yeah, so it's everything in the day-to-day. Now,
0: uh, how many staff do you have as far as? Twenty-five. Twenty-five.
1: So on the management side, we have um, me, me um, the superintendent, the office manager. We have a couple of girls up front in the office staff. And then between the divi- uh, treatment division and the uh, distribution, there's about 22. Okay. Twenty-one or so. All right. Now, now do you, you guys do uh, sewer at all? No. No, No. strictly water. Strictly
0: water. Okay, wow. Well. So, you know, uh you know, 14,000? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now, you, do you find uh uh as far as your distribution system is it is it pretty much evenly laid out as far as that goes or do you do you have any pressure zones or
1: Yeah, we have well, um basically four zones. <coughs> okay. Yeah. So Yeah, so we there's we have seven tanks. Okay. Four pressure zones, uh, three pump stations, and um, yeah, and and the treatment plant. And then we have six wells. Okay. Now the wells, what are they? But uh, one MGD. Um, our big producer is two million a day. Okay. Um, over by Hawks Landing in the north end of Southington, and then all the rest of them are, you know, one point three or less. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So we're in the process of actually constructing a new well ten that actually could probably do 3 million a day if we could get permitted for it but we can't so right 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 it's right. in the same well field as well nine so it's basically you know that well nine which is our biggest producer was uh constructed in 1990 uh uh-huh. and we're seeing production fall off you know yeah. every time we redevelop it's not you know specific capacity was up over 200 when it was put in right right and when we dev- redevelop the well it only, we only get it back to maybe 113 okay so we can you know we can see that it's dropping a little bit so that original permit when we permitted it back in 1989 was for two wells there and we only built one okay so (coughs) we got one under construction now and you know it provides redundancy it allows us to maybe uh reduce the wear and tear on the well nine maybe run that at a thousand gallons a minute instead of two thousand gallons a minute during the summer so We'll, we'll run nine at a thousand, ten at a thousand. If we lose, if we lose nine, we can run that one at okay. two thousand. So
0: now, as far as uh, f- uh, treatment, what are you doing for treatment? Just disinfection, or do you have, uh,
1: you know, iron and manganese, or? No, just disinfection right now. Yeah, so I mean, we have two wells right now that that do have ma- manganese issues that are above, you know, the action level. Okay. Um, you know we're. <laughs> That's, that's, you know, we don't run those during the winter. We, you know, as part of our uh, management plan that we, you know, agreed to with DPH is that to reduce exposure they the exposure to manganese, um, we agreed, and we've been managing the system like this for a long time because right. we knew it, but before it was just, it was um, seen as an aesthetic issue, not right, right, a health issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we would shut those down in the winter. Yeah, you know, because we don't really need them. Uh-huh. You know, maybe when the uh, when the snow guns go on, they may go on a little bit. But uh, we uh, we've been using those, turning those off in the winter. But so those two wells, you know, it's going to need a treatment system. And right now, I think it's it's ballooned from I think originally we were looking at plant construction in maybe 2010. It was like 10 million. Yeah it's up over 20 Wow! now. So well, the price of everything is, you know, it's right. It's huge. And it's like, you know, where are we going to find that money? We can't re increase the rates enough to even pay for that. <laughs> right. You right. know, so we're hoping that right now it's, it's an emerging contaminant, you know, maybe when there's an MCL established, maybe there'll be some related funds available to uh, right right take that project on. But right now, you know, with PFAS coming to the forefront. Oh um, yeah. So oh, that's yeah. kind of,
0: that's the big elephant in the room.
1: Right. Right. So, you know, <laughs> We're currently doing some sampling. Um, Have you detected any PFAS yet? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, we've been
0: lucky, knock on wood. We, yeah, you
1: know. no, and and it's, it's you know, and, and it's in places you would never, like, why way over there, you know? And like, you right. would never, it could be traveling for miles away in another town. You don't even, you know, right. same aquifer, you know, so. Right, right. So we'll see what the, what the data bears after we do some, you know, four consecutive quarters. I think we've only sampled one quarter so far. Okay, so. Now, are, are all your wells on
0: town-owned property,
1: or do you lease, or, or how, how do you do that? It's all on town-owned property. It's all on town-owned property. See, you know, w- the original charter states from, like, 1910, when the town bought the water to – the water works from it was a run by a, a, a board of directors and they bought it from yep. a group of you know local uh factory owners engineers okay. um um that the town owns the property the ut- the water company owns the facilities okay so right. so if we buy a property for a million dollars okay it's the town's property even though ratepayers pay for it okay you know so it's a really kind of strange arrangement you know and we can't sell property because it's if we wa if we bought a property didn't end up need- needing it or using it we would have to um go before town council yep, get yep. approval you know bef- you know because it's technically town property even right, though right. we bought it right, right. it's a very unique arrangement and i'm not really aware of any other municipality that has that same kind of a- arrangement maybe watertown i heard maybe what okay. it's watertown fire district which is this is a municipal entity, but it's separate from the town. They're not overseen by the town. Okay. But All right. Well, well, you know, well, that's the thing. You know, you get into a situation where, you know, I mean, we, we only have one
0: well, and uh, basically it's uh, half a million gallons a day, uh, but we, we buy 60% of our water from MDC. You
1: know. Even so in the winter?
0: Even in the winter, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Probably I mean less. We we try we try to run the well more in, in the but we still have a pay or take contract with MDC so it's 147 million so whatever so, we so gotta, we gotta Portland
1: gotta maintains that well as well uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah 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 it's it's at our public works facility so which is that was a 60 60 foot gravel pack well that was put in in the fifties but it's you know when we had the reservoir online reservoir served the town and we just use the well to augment the reservoir during the summer months when the you know the, the reservoir level got down. You know, so, so
1: production's holding steady there at that well. Actually it's well yeah.
0: You know, we're we're, we're basically pumping four hundred thousand a day. Yeah. You
1: know, we could we can push
0: it to half a mil mm-hmm. you know, as far as that goes. But you know, our our daily consumption is averaging between seven and eight hundred thousand a day. So which is you guys peanuts <laughs> yeah, yeah. <coughs> you know but dur- during the summertime um, you know we get up you know 1.1 1.2 million you know uh, we used to have golf courses on our thing and then they ended up drilling an irrigation well so uh, you know you know so they, they, they came off the system but we've had situations where they they still have the connection uh, where they've had issues with their system where they bought water for us so you know whatever right you know, Right. Them there so but that's
1: about it so cool all right uh do you live in southington i don't i live i currently live in bristol okay um but i grew up born and raised in southington oh okay. graduated southington high okay great
0: yeah. great great
1: so, so uh, my family st- still lives there and all my good friends live there so i have i have roots there so there you go
0: there you go so anyway uh as you know i've got uh there's there's a lot of music history in my background as far as that goes yes so what, ki- what kind of music are you into not uh, a personal note here.
1: <laughs> well, you know, my, my father was a, a, a very into music when I was growing up in the 70s. I w- you know, he had huge record vinyl cl- collections. So I was exposed to a lot of 60s and 70s rock. So I grew up uh, with a lot of that. And then my mother was into disco. Okay. So I have, um, you know, I like Sly and the Family Stone. I there even you like, go. you know, um, I like Stevie Wonder. I like some funky stuff, but okay. then I like zeppelin and i like the beatles and i like the doobie brothers the bad company to yeah open uh-huh. up but then the 90s were a huge part yeah for me that that decade for me was that that was my 60s yeah as far okay. as the you know alternative music and grunge and stuff out of seattle and so i'm i'm into a lot of that i'm a big uh pearl jam fan there so we go there um you. and Soundgarden and that type of stuff so nice. foo fighters i like there you go they're Foo fighters they're, they're going back out on tour yeah they got a new drummer and everything yep yeah, yeah, yeah
0: and so forth but uh un- unbelievable yeah we had uh, one of one of my drum teachers at the store um, that you know in, in Portland actually is is playing with uh, ace freely you know fr- oh well wow. so he sees out on you know he he left moved out to LA and and then landed that gig and he, but he's doing he's doing the the ace freely gig he's also doing uh, kicks and he's also uh, goes out with uh, uh, Mr. Big. Uh, oh yeah. So uh, so he he comes back through. But I also do a, a music podcast at the store, so you yeah. can check out all of that. So anyway, so uh, I- I- if you got stuck on an island, what
1: what uh, what what album would you bring with you? Oh jeez that's that's tough. I <laughs> don't two. know. I don't know if I have a. Yeah, I don't know if I have one to be. I, okay. It's just it's a, There's a lot of different things that I like. Um, that'd be a tough one. <laughs> I, I like to mix it up because I a lot of times I'll get I'll get bored with a certain album or a certain group, and then I, I'll go to somebody else, and I'll come back to them. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like I, don't, I like you too. Okay. I'll listen to the hell out of them, and then I'm like, yeah, put that aside, and then I'm gonna go over here for a little bit. And then hey, well,
0: taste change. You, know. you know, you get the right variety. You know that that's right. That's, that's that's the thing. So, all right. If you got stuck on an island, what food could you eat every
1: day? uh pizza pizza absolutely I'm a, I'm a you know i'm a fiorello here i like the <laughs> like the pizza italian so there, there, there you go uh
0: okay you know i again i focus this podcast on you know attracting you know the uh, reinforcing our aging workforce so to speak so mm-hmm. um if you had any advice for a, a high school senior or a college freshman what would you say about the, the industry
1: there's opportunities there's longevity and there's there's good money you know I think it's it's uh it's it's, it's a hit. it's something that a lot of people don't know about and I think you know at the tech school level I think you know if if, if students or younger kids were aware of the opportunities in our business I think you know maybe we could turn a couple of heads and people would come our way but sure I'm not quite sure the level of effort that's being done at the tech schools i mean i know i've heard talk about it this is what we got to do we got to yeah, yeah yeah but well th-
0: and that's that's why i'm doing this you yeah.
1: know, i'm getting this out there and and you know this is
0: uh, you know our industry it's it's a very secure industry it's not something that you can outsource uh you need boots on the ground to you know make the water flow to fix the leaks to read the meters
1: and this you job know. to security i mean there's always going to be need for water and and people's lives, and then there's going to be people that need to get it there. So yeah, well, uh, exactly it. So fantastic. So anyway,
0: Al, thanks so much for coming on. I no, appreciate I appreciate. It, it.
1: I've been waiting for you to ask me. All right.
0: Well, hey. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Al Fiorello is in the house of the uh, assistant superintendent for the. Uh, town of Southington, and that concludes this episode of the future uh, of the water and wastewater industry and the careers you didn't know about. So uh, we're uh, it's, it's a big umbrella out there. So, uh, you know, check it out uh, if you're, you're going on to your career path into school and so forth. Uh, uh, give us a look because there's plenty of opportunities. So, again, thanks so much. All right. Thank you. All right.